Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things fashion, mindset, body positivity, women's empowerment, and all the -the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations Design. I'm your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. Hello, queens, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Queen Creations Radio. Uh, look, I have to stop and just take a moment just to appreciate each and every single one of you who listen and download this podcast. I cannot, it means the world to me. Like I just, you know, I, I just have this vision of, uh, you know, empowering women and I do that through fashion, but also I know that it's an important part through mindset. So hence I love to have this like holistic brand where we, we handle all of that. So to each and every one of you who listen and download, you are amazing Thank you for your support. Um, and I just, th- this podcast is growing every single every single episode with more and more downloads and it's reaching more and more people. And I just, I could not be more proud, but just, I could not be more thankful and grateful to each and every one of you. So I just, I just had to stop and just say that before we get into the sort of weekly wrap up that is. So thanks. Thanks for being you. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being part of the queenhood. So this week as well, we are a little all over the shop um, because I had some topics that I wanted to talk about and I just couldn't get them out. So I decided to shoot this episode completely from the heart um, and I just... You know, like it's about it is about living life by design and and you know spiritual journeys and, and all that sort of stuff. So I really hope that you enjoy it. You take away some information that could really um, help you along designing your own life of your your dreams. So thank you for joining me. Hello, queens again. It is the I want to say I always going to say weekly wrap up, but it's the fortnightly wrap up of what is going on in everything. Queen Creations Design and My Life. So, as always, I like to start with Queen Creations Design. So, guess what, Queens? I'm so excited to share with you. QueenCreationsDesign.com is live, it is up, and it is running, and I am so excited. So, I've just launched the website for Queen Creations Design. So, we are smack bang really heavy into designing and experimenting with the sort of patterns and different things today, um, today just in, in general for the debut collection. But in the meantime, before the debut collection comes out, which just for the record, if you haven't been on social media, it's called Debutantes. Uh, it's spelled very much in the French way because hello and how fitting, you know, it's a debut collection, it's our debutante. So I'm so excited about that. Um, but back to the website. So the website actually has merchandise because, you know, like it's going to be so cool when I've got these beautiful like collections for you guys to be able to, to buy and make and just have them in your own perfect sizes looking like the queens that you are and just having something that fits you. I'm so excited about that. But in between, I've got merchandise. So, you know, like it's, it's one thing to have the clothes, but, you know, sometimes it's 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 fun to have, I don't know, like I'm big on these tumblers and these like travel coffee mugs and stuff like that. And they're all got my actual, my personal design. So, things that I have designed myself, um, I have placed on these, these products. Now, what I love about these products as well, they're also print on demand. So, it means it sits in line with my sustainable sort of outlook. Like I don't like you know, like producing heaps of stock and then having it sit there and if anything didn't sell, then it just ends up going to waste. Like I'm, I'm very much, you know, only only want to 
supply on demand, you know, like supply what the demand is actually there for, not, um, you know, creating heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff for it not to, to sell and it just ends up in landfill or anything like that because that would just, it's just against kind of what I believe. So, I just, I love this option. So, it is all print on demand, which is so amazing. So, please get along, check out the website. The podcast is also embedded into the website, which I'm so proud because I built this. So, it is www.queencreationsdesign.com. Go over, check it out, buy something. There's some really cool shit on there. All right. Now, personal life. Well, where do I even start? So we're looking for a house. I think I've shared this before. We're looking for a house. This is taking over my personal life is looking for a house. And, you know, like I'm not sure what it's like in the rest of the world, but here in Adelaide, South Australia, you know, in Australia, the, the market is fucking insane. Like it is just insane. And, you know, houses are going well and above what their asking prices are. So, you know, you could look at a house at 350 and it's going to sell at 450 or 400 or, you know, then I've seen other houses, you know, when we're talking the higher brackets, like in the, the million dollar marks and those things are selling for like one, you know, they're, they're estimated at 900, they're going to sell for 900 grand and they're selling for 1.2 mil and stuff like that, you know, like so these are, it's, it's a really insane time. Like I don't, I personally don't believe that the market is going to crash like some people think it is, but I, I know that it will plateau um, because it definitely cannot sustain where it is at the moment. Um, but, you know, to be in that market trying to buy a house at the moment is just, uh, it, it's a it's a process. And, um, you know, in the spirit of st- sharing stories, because I really believe in the importance of sharing stories, um, because I think otherwise we think, that our story is not normal and, you know, and when we don't normalise things that are actually normal, it really causes a lot of damage internally to other people as well. So, um, and, and wreaks havoc on people's mental health when they feel that they're, you know, like well, what's happening isn't normal. So the process, like I'll be honest, is fucked. <laughs> it's, it's honestly fucked. You know, we've put in two offers on houses um, and not got neither of them because there's been higher offers in um we have looked at a lot of shitholes i'll be honest a lot of and and i can't put this any other way you know i know it's not very elegant or ladylike but we've looked at a lot of shitholes and you know like you know like and 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 talking about like i'm not seeing i'm not a fussy person like i like i'm happy to go in and find something that we could potentially you know fix up or, or do something with but you know, when we're talking about these houses on the the highest end of our budget, meaning that we wouldn't have the money there to be able to fix, to make, and and it's not to fix these houses. It's not just like, oh, I'd like a new kitchen or I'd like this. No, I'm talking about making some of these houses fucking livable. So our experience last weekend is that we saw three houses on Saturday that were just junk holes. Like, and I, I literally mean like some of the houses, like some of the rooms didn't have any flooring you know, at the higher end of budget. Like these are, you know, personally these are houses that you would have bought for like 250 grand before and now they're going for like 350 grand. So houses with no flooring, um, you know, yeah, just, <laughs> oh, I just, you know, like, oh, it was, um, you know, and then, yeah, it's been a little heartbreaking to be honest. And then um, from there, you know, the next day we went and looked at more houses and the one that we looked at was actually nice. As soon as we arrived, the agent's like, I'm sorry, this one sold yesterday. 
okay. Um, so, yeah, it's been a process and, you know, the reality of where we are in our life right now is that we have a looming deadline of when we need to move out of our home because our lease runs out because the lady who owns our house would like to sell that and rightly so in this market if you don't particularly want to be an investor, it's such a great time to sell. So, um and the same thing with this, even this house that we live in, because everyone goes, oh, why don't you just buy the house that you're living in? Um, same thing. It is a house that's not valued. It need a lot of work. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a house that we've outgrown. It's a house that doesn't meet our needs. Um, and, you know, it's, it's the same thing. We'd be paying well over what this place is worth for, for a house that just doesn't suit what our needs are. So, um yeah, I mean, the reality is, is that we're probably going to have to go move in with my dad on the farm for a little while. Thank God, you know, luckily he's got a farm and a, and a, and a bit of room to move um, because we just don't want to rush into buying a shithole <laughs> or buying a house for the sake of buying a house when it doesn't meet our needs um, just because the market is the way that it is and because we have a, a deadline looming, you know, and we are also toying with the idea now of potentially maybe building because we can build within our price budget and build something quite nice um, that actually suits our needs. So that's just where we're at at the moment. You know, I'd love to be honest with you guys and I love to share this sort of journey. I know that there's other people, you know, like I, I know when we're going to look at these houses that there's hundreds of other people looking at these houses. We see the same people all the time at these inspections. So I know that they're all going through this too. So my hearts are with you. My thoughts are with you. Um, and hopefully everybody you know, comes out the other side of it. But like I said, I just always love to share my journey with you. And, you know, and that's, you know, brings us to our topic today. And it was really, you know, the topic today is me shooting from the heart and me just sharing my journey. So I hope you guys look forward to it. I love the support and let's get to it. So today in all transparency and all honesty, I am just fucking winging it today, <laughs> all right? I've had a couple of topics that I've really wanted to talk about and every time I go to record them, the words just aren't coming to me in, in the right way and it's not flowing together like these podcasts usually do. And so I think that maybe it's just a little bit of a sign that let's just let that go for today. And I thought maybe we could just have a little bit of a, a general sort of chit-chat and shoot the breeze, but maybe before we do... <laughs> Um, I thought maybe we'd just get in the zone together. What do you think? All right. So I know I'm a little bit woo-woo and I'd love to share my little woo-woos with you. And if you're a little woo-woo too, then definitely please get involved with this. All right. So we're just going to do a couple of deep breaths together and then we're going to say a couple of affirmations and then we're just going to shoot the shit and see what happens. What do you reckon? <laughs> All right. So we take a big breath in through the nose. <laughs> Exhale out through the mouth. <sighs> Let's do it again. <laughs> And we are inhaling the good shit and letting go of the bad shit, baby. All right. Bring your shoulders down away from your ears because I know that's where they are. Relax, baby. Relax. Repeat after me. You can do this in your head. You can do this out loud. But the more you feel it, the more you'll feel it. I am worthy. I am capable. I am enough just the way that I am. And I'm a bad bitch. And I'm going to conquer anything that comes my way today. <laughs> yeah, bitches. <sighs> Doesn't that feel better? <laughs> you should really try and do something like that every day. 
every day. Or I should just come in with a little reminder on Instagram and just remind you to do that. What do you think? I don't know. You let me know. So I thought we will talk a little bit today. Um, So a little bit of background is that I'm currently doing the Manifestation Babe Academy with Manifestation Babe. It is a fifth, I'm going to say 15-week course, maybe 16-week course. Um, And, you know, for, for me, I've gotten to this point where I have some really they're not outrageous goals, or maybe they're considered outrageous to some. I don't know. Um, but I have some big goals. I, I guess where I've come to, I, I've shared it before, I'm 38 years old, and I've gotten to a point in my life where I just have known deep down that I'm destined for more than what I previously had. So, you know, and by previously had, you know, I am talking about going going and working your nine to five and just, I don't know, that stuff just has never worked out for me and, you know, like it's taken me a long time to sort of find something that I'm really passionate about like I have with fashion um, and going to, to fashion school. You know, I mean, quite frankly, this is the first time that I've gone through and actually seen something through, you know, I'm in my final year now. Like, you know, that's just so unexpected, you know, like for me to stick at something for so long, it's been four years and still just have this real sort of passion for it. And, you know, like I knew that I had a lot of work to do on myself personally, if I am to achieve the goals that I would like to achieve. Now, I'm a bit of a, I wouldn't say I'm a religious person, but I am a spiritual person. Um, and I like to really, um, you know, and, and this is why MBA came at the perfect time because it's about sort of manifesting and working on this sort of, you know, goals and dream life, but also it's about the spirituality side and just being really in touch with like my intuition and all that sort of stuff and learning those sort of tools and skills to be able to do that. Um, I definitely, for me personally, I've always felt that I've been quite an intuitive person, um, you know, like and just... I don't know, like I can I can read energy, you know, like and I know that sounds silly and it probably drives my husband nuts because, you know, like I can almost tell from the moment that I am in the same room with somebody as to whether they are a good soul or a troubled soul, um, you know, like and, and just whether, you know, and just that energy and sometimes I'm like, oh, you don't like anybody, <laughs> you don't get along with me. I'm like, no, I do. I just... You know, I I guard my energy, I protect my energy very much. And but I can just tell if something's not right or someone's not right and, and that they don't have the best intentions for me or for us and and I trust that, you know, like so, you know, I guess my intuition was something that led me to this course and to say I could really explore that in depth. And my goodness, if anybody's done any sort of sort of spiritual work or gone through sort of any sort of spiritual awakening, here's a red hot tip. <laughs> it ain't pretty. <laughs> it's definitely not all like rainbows, lollipops, full moons and crystals. Um, it is, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work in the sense of healing past trauma um, you know, like facing sort of things head on, rewiring your brain to think a different way to what it's been used to and just really getting out of your own way so that you you can achieve more. Um, you know, I mean, and that's at the end, that, that is totally fantastic. But so, you know, during this course, there was quite a lot of it 
and a big bulk of it, like the majority of it was doing all this inner work. And I think what I realised is that, you know, I had a lot of childhood trauma, you know, like I, I probably didn't have the greatest, you know, childhood in the sense of like I had two parents who loved me dearly, so don't get me wrong, and I had a roof over my head and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, my father was in a head-on collision when I was four years old and was a paraplegic, and that just really, um, you know, changed our lives. It changed our world. It changed his world, you know, changed my mum's world. And, you know, things like that have just – you know, and then I was, you know, and then things like a really messy breakup and, and all this sort of stuff like this just, you know, and then, you know, getting into sort of a domestic violence situation myself with my first long-term boyfriend and, and things like that. Like it just, there's, you know, like if, and everyone has stuff, right? Everybody has stuff and we should definitely be talking about the stuff and that was one of the topics I did want to cover. But, um, but I never actually stopped to um, – Heal the stuff, right? So heal the trauma, you know, these tra- you know, these sort of traumatic things that happen in your life, you know, and I've, and I've had my own car accidents and, and all this sort of stuff, but I just had never really dealt with it ever, <laughs> you know, like and you think you're on top of it and, and all that sort of stuff, but it's not until you really sit down and actually do the work that you realise that maybe you're not on top of it and, you know, maybe that these traumatic events have really shaped and groomed your ego in the sense and put you in your comfort zone um, and your little protective walls up and, and you've just sort of gone through life doing what it is you think you should be doing, um, what society tells you you should be doing and just not really questioning anything and and that. So, you know, so a lot of the bulk of this was doing that sort of inner work and, and healing the inner child and, um, oh, you know, like and, and I think like the big thing that I started realising, right, is that, you know, like, you know, in life there's successful people and, you know, other successful people, right, and, you know, two people could have the exact same dream and one person achieves it and the other person doesn't achieve it and, honestly, you know what the difference is between those two people? is that the person who achieves it, they back themselves 100%. They back themselves. They believe in themselves and they back themselves no matter how impossible it seems. They don't let that, in, you know, that idea come into their head. They just go in with that belief that anything is possible, that anything is possible for them. And, you know, and they go all in and they and they do, they they back themselves and, and they back themselves to the point too that even when other people tell them that they are crazy and that it can't be done and blah, blah, blah and all the, you know, all the fucking noise that comes from society, they go, I'm not listening to you. I am backing this. This is going to happen. This is going to work and they just continue to believe in it. Does that belief waver every now and then? Of course it does. We're all human. That's so natural. But they stick at it anyway. They stick at it anyway. And honestly, that's the only difference, you know, like some people, oh, they've got more money than me. They've got this and they've got these, like, resources available to them. But you know what? Like one thing, um, something that I really love within this course as well is that we learn about the universal laws of the uh, the laws of the universe, the universal laws, however you want to say them. And one of those laws is called the law of oneness. And I love the law of oneness because – 
the law of oneness is basically just it says that you know what is possible for one is possible for all you know or what if what is possible for me is it then in turn possible for you you know like so if you look up to somebody who's achieved what you've achieved that opens up that means it's possible it's possible for you to to achieve what it is that you want to achieve because somebody else has already done it or done something quite similar so and that's the you know like you know, and that comes to re- rewiring that brain enough because, you know, you do need to work on a lot. So one of the, um, you know, the big things as well. So, you know, let's talk about the people who aren't successful at achieving their goals. So they, people who aren't successful at achieving the goals are the ones that, you know, they give up and they give up because of what we call limiting beliefs, right? So limiting beliefs are the stories that we tell ourselves or the stories that, um, society tells us or the stories that we hear on the news that tell us why we can't do something, you know, like you're not worthy. That That's the number one limiting belief for all people is that they feel that they're not worthy, they don't deserve. Um, like and if you do some sort of inner work, like you might be like, oh, no, I don't think that. But if you do some really sort of deep inner work, you start realising that, you know, you don't think that you're worthy of success, or you don't think you're worthy of achieving your goal, or you don't think you're worthy of spending time on yourself, or, you know, they, that's the number one limiting belief, you know, when, when it comes to not being successful at anything, and just in general, right? Um, and the other one is I am not enough. So the other big limiting belief that a lot of people have is I am not enough, right? So you don't believe that, you know, who you are and what you have right now is enough to achieve the goals that you you want to sit out and achieve, you know, like, and what that does, you know, so if we couple I'm not worthy and I'm not enough, then what we do is we actually start living somebody else's life. So we don't design our own life. We just just go along. So we get, we kind of, we don't achieve the goals that we want to achieve. We just kind of give up on them because we think that we're not worthy to achieve them. We think we're not enough to achieve them. We just think that we can't achieve them for whatever reason. And, you know, like a big thing for me, like I know when I started uni at fashion school, like I have a pretty, like I'm flexible with with my goal, but I also have a bit of a vision as to, to what that goal looks like for me. And I'm happy to, I'm going to share that with you today because I probably haven't shared with you the, the deep goal. So I want to start my own inclusive fashion label. And that is going to be sort of demi couture. So making clothes that of a, you know, based off of a block, but we adjust the sizes so that they're going to fit you personally. So you're not buying a standard size 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, or anything like that. You, you are buy, we, you're buying your size. All right. So we're going to, you know, make adjustments to these sort of patterns so that they fit some of your measurements because, you know, you might be, a size, you know, you might be a size 12 on top and you might be a size 20 in the bum and we're going to have something that actually fits you for you. And the reason why I wanted to do this is that I want to do something that empowers women because for so long I didn't feel empowered and I definitely don't feel empowered when I go shopping and I don't see clothes out there that represent who I am. Um, You know, anything that's made in my size is made if I was – you know, a bloody nana of like 70 years old or something like and they're frumpy and they're awful and then just to cover me up and like that's not who I am. Like I might be a plus size woman 
that I am sexy, I am confident, I am powerful, I am strong, I am a businesswoman, and I am a fucking bad bitch. <laughs> that is who I am, right? And that is how I want to dress. And, you know, I want to empower other women to feel like, you know, like you should feel like a bad bitch when you go shopping and you should go, wow, when you get this and I'm going to look like a fucking bad bitch because you deserve that. And, you know, bodies are are unique to all of us and there is no right size, there's no wrong size. It is our size and that size is uniquely us and we are uniquely us and it should be celebrated um, and not made to fit within somebody else's norms, right? So that's kind of, you know, part of my goal but it's also I also believe that empowering women just isn't through fashion as well, that it's through mindset. So this is why I have this podcast, right? I have, you know, merchandise available on my website to make you feel like a bad bitch as well because, you know, we need to be, we need to rebuild ourselves into the queens that we are, right? So that's what my brand and my label is all about. But behind that, and this is what I'm talking about with when I got to fashion school, is that I want to scale my business as I grow, and I want to design and pattern make and create my creations by hand. So I don't want to mass produce. I'm not going to manufacture out of a uh, you know, like manufacturing plant in China or buy cheap fabric, you know, overseas, like a poor quality fabric, um, I want to manufacture in-house. So eventually I want to scale my business so that then I have, I want to um, also empower women by, by being able to employ other women to work with me. And where then we, you know, have designed, we can pattern make, we can create the clothes. So as the supply and demand gets more, then we hire more people and we grow our team. And we, but I want to empower other women by, you know, offering them these sort of jobs where, you know, they're getting paid correctly for starters. You know, if you look at anything in a fast fashion, you know, that that's horrendous what, you know, typically they're women that work in those who have what they get paid and the conditions that they have to work in. So I don't I don't want to do that. And what I want to do is is have my own team here internally. And obviously anything that we can't do internally, then we get somebody else to do. So whether we, you know, send it off to go get special buttons made or this or that or things that we can't do, then that's what we do. But what we can do, we do it in-house and I do it locally and I I change the lives of women within my community by being able to employ locally um, and, and make here and, you know, sewing and pattern making. These are skills that are just, you know, a dying art form and then being able to, you know, pass that on to other women and employ other women to do that. Like that's exactly what I want to do. But, you know, like that that is my goal and I want to be able to have a workplace that's flexible for women because I know what it's been like to be a, a mother and, you know, I can't drop my kids at school or I can't pick them up or I can't do, you know, like, or I have to work like these hours, you know, like I have to work a fucking man's hours. Like, like I, you know, when I look at workplaces and how unfairly targeted they are towards women, you know, like, and that's a different, you know, oh my God, I could go into that as well. You know, here's a great example, you know, like we're going to take, you know, if you, if a child's sick, who's typically the, the parent that, that takes the time off to look at them. I know in my household it's me and the reason it's me is because my husband's on good money and I'm on fucking shit money, you know, at my day job and my day job is, you know, nine to five and, you know, there's no flexibility to be able to, you know, leave or go, 
you know, if my son needs to be picked up from school, I can't go do that or work around those hours, you know, like it's just, anyway, I digress on that sort of situation. But where I'm getting to with this is that when I told people or, you know, more so my lecturers at uni, what my idea was for my business, I got laughed at. I literally got laughed at, like, you can't do that. There's no manufacturing here in Australia. No one does any of this stuff internally. You know, like, oh, it's going to cost you more to produce your items if you're not buying cheap fabric from from China or, or if you're not going to, you know, mass produce and, and manufacture overseas. It's going to be so expensive to do it here and you're not going to be able to do it. Like, literally, that's what I was told from day one. And then the funny thing happened is COVID hit and how that story has now changed you know, like, and where they're actually telling people my ideas as they're teaching, like, oh, you know, you could do this and you could do it. And like, mm, oh, those things that I told you that I wanted to do that you told me that I could not be done. Now you're trying to encourage people to do them. Like, yeah. But my point is, is that if I, I could have listened to that, I could have taken that on board and I could have gone, you know what, don't worry about it. I'm just going to not bother. I'm not going to bother trying to set up my own label that could change other people's lives. I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to, you know, maybe I drop out of the degree. Maybe I stay in the degree. Maybe I just go work for some other fast fashion brand designing clothes that I'm not passionate about and not making a difference in the world and just going there to do a nine-to-five job. So this is, you know, like this is where you need to, you know, like – and I still had those beliefs, right? You know, like, so, you know, I've obviously been told that. And then in me, you know, growing up, you know, I had a lot of, you know, I had a lot of negativity in my life where, you know, I had people who, you know, like my family and my loved ones that would actually, you know, put me down, you know, and tell me that I wasn't good enough. You know, I I would quite often get compared to, to one of my cousins. You're not smart. You're not as smart as your cousin. As skinny as your cousin, you know, things like that, you know, like, and then to having loved ones, you know, like actually put me down and like, you're a stupid bitch or this or that, you know, that sort of stuff. And so when I've gotten to this course and looking at doing that inner work, you know, like it's not surprising that I don't feel, think that I'm worthy or that I don't think I'm enough just the way that I am, right? And so I had to do that work. So I've had it all my life with people telling me I'm not good enough. So when people tell you things enough and you hear it enough, then you start to believe it, right? And then it's the same. I get to uni and you can't do that. The idea's stupid. You can't do that. It's not how it's done. This is the way it's done. Okay. Um, yeah, right. So I had the choice. I have a choice. You have a choice. Everybody has a choice. Do we listen to then to that voice? Do we listen to those voices of the people who tell us that it can't be done or do we do the work on ourselves so that we can learn of the infinite possibilities that are actually out there? You know, we don't have to live a life that society tells us we have to do. You know, as women, we don't need to, you know, settle down, get married, have kids, you know, keep a home. You don't actually have to do that, you know, or you don't have to go, oh, you know, oh, you want a career where you can't have children. No, that's not it. We are actually, this is like the most amazing thing and the thing that I've learned with this course, like we are, well, like we have, not we are, we are, we are powerful, but we have the power 
to create the life that we actually want to live. So we can sit there and we can think about our dream life. I can really do it. Take a moment and sit down and think about if there was nothing that could stop me from achieving whatever it is that I wanted to achieve, what would my dream life look like? So there's no obstacles, there's nothing standing in your way, money's not an issue, nothing like that. What does your dream life look like? What hours do you work? Where do you work? Do you work? You know, like, uh, are you in an office or do you have your own business or are you a creative? You know, really thinking about this stuff because, you know, you start to realise the infinite possibilities there are out there in this world, you know. And I think that, again, you know, I talk about COVID and the way that it's changed the world because, fuck, it has changed the world. It has changed the way that we live. It has changed the way that we work. It has changed the way that we think. You know, for so long we were told things like, oh, sorry, you can't do this job from home. Mm, Okay. All of a sudden, oh, you're going to be working from home now. You know, like, oh, no, we can't offer you work flexibility. Like, you have to be here at this time. Oh, okay, COVID's here. Well, you have to work from home and, you know, you can work whatever hours you want to do just as long as your work gets done because we understand that you're having to work around your children who are schooling from home at the moment. The world changed in that moment and the world has changed forever. Now we start questioning things, you know, like the government, like, oh, sorry, we don't have enough money for that. You know, the governments were always telling us, oh, sorry, we don't we don't have enough funding for that. You know, we're just going to cut arts in school because we don't have enough money for that. Well, there was a fucking enough money in the world when the world literally stopped, right? There was enough money to fund people, to keep people going. There was enough, you know, chucking funding here and there and into all this sort of research. All of a sudden, there was funding. There was money. So all these stories that we've been told our whole fucking lives, and whether that is from school, from government, from society, from our parents, from our grandparents, just of the way that it's all meant to be, just show that it was just one big giant bullshit lie. So when you start to look and dissect the world like that, start to question the world. Start to question, well, why can't I achieve this? You know, what's actually, what's the worst that could happen? You know, what's what's actually stopping me from achieving this? Is there a way that I could do this? You know, like, you know, even yesterday I was told, oh, you know, you'd need that, you know, you need money to start a fashion label. Simple as that. You need money. You need at least $50,000 to start a fashion label. Why? Why can't I start something small and grow my brand and my customer following and then meet that demand and grow with that demand. You know, like, so, you know, I I mean, yes, there's some money that's involved. Of course, I need to buy fabrics. I need to, you know, I need to have the equipment here, which I do, you know, things like that. But I don't have to have, and, and there's ways around things, you know, like, so, you know, I've got my new website at the moment. I've got merchandise available and that is done by print on demand. So, I don't have to have all this stock sitting in my house waiting to sell it because this is also about sustainability too, right? Because, you know, like we can be such a wasteful society, you know, like and I've said this when I talked about the, you know, the fashion industry a little while ago in a podcast, you know, like it still blows my mind that there's there's fashion brands like 
big labels out there who burn their stock if they don't, they're dead stock. So if they don't sell their stock, they burn it so nobody else can have it. Like it's so fucking wasteful. But, you know, like, but what I mean is like, it doesn't have to be that way, you know, like, so it doesn't have to be the way that people tell you that it has to be. It can be done your way. All right. Life can be done your way. You are actually in charge of your life. It's not your life is in charge with you. You are in charge of your life and you get to do whatever it is that you want to do, whenever you want to do, however you want to do it. If you just have the balls, <laughs> sorry, or the vagina, because vaginas are harder. Um, you just have to have the audacity to go after it. Like you really do. Just, you know, get some conies and just start chasing your dreams because you know, how, like, we can all attest to how quickly life passes us by and it literally can pass us by in a heartbeat. You know, like, you get to the end, you want to get to the end of your life and going, shit, I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd spent more time with my kids. I wish I had done, I wish I'd set up that business. I wish that I had, you know, just followed, I wish I'd gone dancing. I'd wish I had, you know, followed that sporting dream, like, you know, why aren't you following that dream? That's what I've got to ask you now. Why aren't you following that dream? What is stopping you from following that dream? And what can you do to go and chase that dream to make your life exactly what you want it to be? So this is the the great thing about it, right? You know, when you talk about spirituality and stuff like that, so there's a universe, universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it, Um, you know, like, and this is where we talk about like with manifesting, you're the co-creator here. It's not, you know, like, you know, you know, sort of religious and religious and stuff like that. It's like, God, oh, you, these are the 10 commandments and, and these are rules you've got to follow in life. And then this is the sort of life you've got to leave. No, it doesn't work that way. You work together in spirituality. You work together to create your life, right? What is, I love this. Okay. I've got to share this one with you. I love this quote. This is like one of my favorite quotes and I'm probably going to get it tattooed on my body pretty bloody soon, but what is desired by me is destined for me. What is desired by me is destined for me. Oh, how powerful is that? How beautiful is that? You know, and there's another one, and I have this one on my Facebook because it's an old Scottish um, sort of, um, uh, it's an old Scottish saying, and I just, I love it. And it's the same thing. It is. What is for you won't go by you. What is for you won't go by you. So, you know, like, and this is the thing, like, there can be sometimes so much sort of guilt and shame when we want to chase our goals, you know, like, like for me, personally, I've told you what my business goal is, you know, like that, that's, that's my envision of, of having a label where, you know, I'm going to have other people working for me and, and grow it from, the gr- literally the ground up, you know, like personally, you know, obviously I want, we're house hunting at the moment. So I'm going to live in a new house. And that's one of, you know, my goals is a bit more of a short-term goal. My other goals is to, that we all have new cars so that we don't have to worry about having an older car that's not reliable, you know, and I want to create generational wealth. So, you know, I look at the sort of struggle that we've had to go through to, to buy a house and, and, you know, getting a deposit and all that sort of stuff where if I'm creating generational wealth, it means that my son doesn't have to go through that. And don't get me wrong, like my son will work. He is an entrepreneur and he will create his own wealth 
I have no doubt about that in my mind. But, you know, if I can help him to get started, then, you know, what more can we want? And that's breaking a huge curse in my family. I don't think anyone in my family's ever really had money before. You know, like they might have a little bit of money, but they haven't, you know, like I'm not talking about the level of money that I want. You know, I'm not ashamed in saying that I want to be a millionaire. I'm not ashamed in that. Um, and I'm not ashamed that to say that I want to live a luxurious life and that I want to travel the world because that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, and that's the other thing. Again, you know, these are sort of not just sort of our own limiting beliefs but limiting beliefs of others who are like, oh, money's evil. You shouldn't want to do that. Who says that money's actually evil? Like is money actually evil? You know, because I know for me the more money that I have, the more money that I can um, change the world with, the more people I can help. You know, like it's not, it's not a bad thing. And, you know, we do need to get past the limiting beliefs and it's not just our own. It is the, the other limiting beliefs that are put onto us by society, by these sort of rules of and how it's all meant to be which is bullshit, you know, like it's absolute. And we're starting to debunk those though as a society, you know, we are starting to debunk those because you, you look back and, you know, things like, you know, how often were we told that, you know, being gay was a sin and that, you know, marriage is, a, you know, the sanctity of marriage is between a man and a woman. Well, you know, in this day and age we know that's a load of, well, it's a crock of shit and we know it, you know, like love is love and you're going to love whoever you want to love. And, you know, your sexuality, like that's something that you should be able to explore, not just be like you're straight and that's the only way that it's meant to be. Um, you know, I do see the generation coming up now and they're so much more sure of themselves because they get the opportunity to be able to explore that. And, you know, like and we should get that in life as well and so not just with our sexuality but with our whole life. We should get the opportunity to explore all of life and what it has to offer us and not just be like, oh, you have to go work your nine to five, pay your taxes, you know, buy your house, pay more taxes, pay some taxes again and then, you know, retire, probably not have enough money to retire anymore so you'll probably work a bit more and pay more taxes and then you'll die. You know, like that's, you know, we get brought up, you know, and, you know, I talk about like the education systems like that as well, you know, where we're actually groomed from a really young age not to question the system, not to think creative, uh, creatively. I can never say that word properly. Um, not to be a creative thinker, um, not to question anything. And we literally, you know, you go to school every day, you don't question anything at school. We, we teach you the sort of curriculum. Most of the curriculum is, you know, is, useless you know like yes we get taught some really basic skills which is really great but do we actually get taught anything that we need to actually use in life you know um do we actually get taught how to think with our creative brain and not just our logical brain because you know like being able to think with both is when people change the world again and live into their full potential you know and we look at schools you know when funding gets cuts in schools what do we get rid of we get rid of anything creative we get rid of the arts we get rid of drama, we get rid of music, we get rid of anything that would that allows us to to work with that creative side of our brain. And then what we do is we finish school and then we either, you know, we might go on to university or we go and get a job. And again, we'll go work for someone, usually for a minimum wage, and we don't question it. We go to we go to work and we do our jobs. 
and then we pay our taxes and then we come home, usually to a family, you know, like an assist, you know, with, with, with your 2.5 kids and, and your little white picket fence around your house and it's just, you know, realising that that – that isn't for everyone. Whilst that is for someone and not dissing that if that is your dream because, you know, if that is your dream, go you go in with that 100% and you have that fucking beautiful white picket fence and that Labrador puppy and you have the most beautiful fucking wedding and the most gorgeous kids and you just love the shit out of your life. Like, because honestly, it, like I'm not, I don't want to, you know, downplay if that is somebody's, you know, perfect idea of life because who am I to say what is and what isn't? Um, but what I'm saying is if you want a different life is not being afraid to explore that and what that really looks like and explore it with freedom of, you know, get your journal out, get your diary out, whatever it is that you do or what your process is, get it out and start writing about. If there was nothing to hold me back, what would my life be like? What sort of life would I be living? What is my day-to-day version of my of my life? And it's funny because, you know, like I, I've obviously done a lot of that in this course that I'm doing and at the moment there's a bit of a challenge and it's the embodiment challenge. And so basically with the embodiment challenge is, is you know, so you, you've written out what this dream life looks like and, of course, you know, like for me, like I, I know, like I would finish uni and, and, and do all this sort of stuff that I've got planned for this year that, you know, I'm not – you know, to for me to be in my dream life right now is obviously I'd be working in my business full time, making money, and I'd be living in my new house, driving my brand new Range Rover. You know, just being the fucking bad bitch, right? But you know, that's not where my reality is at the moment. But there's no reason why I can't embody that. So what you know, what I'm doing personally is that I'm trying to do something every day where I can do something that the version of me, which I have named her, she is. Natasha, bad bitch, Monday, just so you know. Um, so I do something, I'm like, what would bad bitch Monday do? You know, what you know, what what would bad bitch Monday do? All right, and in this sense is, okay, so what is something that I can do to embody my future self or the self the version of me who has the goals that I've achieved? And so with that embodiment phase, I'm doing something every day that makes me feel good. That is something that I would do as part of my life. So, you know, the last couple of days I've gone drop Connor off for soccer and I go down to Hallett Cove. There's a little beach walk down there and I watch the sunset because the highest version of myself stops and enjoys the sunset. She takes a moment to breathe and she exercises out in nature. That, that is, that's what Bad Mitch Bundy does. That's things that she does, right? Like today, I'm working from home today because I have the opportunity to work from home. So I've gotten up, I've had my morning coffee, I've taken Connor to school and I came home and I did some meditation um, and I did yoga because the highest version of myself, Bad Bitch Monday, she does yoga every day. She stretches and she looks after her body every day. And then I'm doing things, you know, like even recording this podcast. This is what Bad Bitch Monday does because she has her uber successful podcast And she works from home and she records that podcast. And that's what I'm doing because it makes me feel amazing, right? Um, You know, it's the same. I'm going to be doing a lot of my uni work, but this uni work that I'm doing today from home is all for my collection, my debut collection. So I'm actually getting a taste of what it's like to work from, you know, to work in my business on a day-to-day basis. So I get to work on my business today. You know, so there's these little things. So as much as, yes, I don't live in my new house and I don't have my my fashion studio yet or 
you know, oh, my million bucks in the bank or my new Range Rover. Like there's still things that I can do every day to embody the version of myself who has achieved all these goals. And really that's what I just absolutely implore you guys to do at the moment. Think about it's uh, I've used this term before. It is be, uh, yeah, be, do, have, all right? So be that version. You know, think about who is that person? What is holding you back? So if, I want you to sit down. I want you to journal and I want you to go, if there was nothing holding me back in life, what would my life look like? Like if money was an issue, if my self-belief, was, like if everything, you know, basically if my life was guaranteed to be a success, like it was like success was guaranteed, there was no failure, there was nothing that could ho- at all hold you back, what would your life look like? Right? What would your life be? What would you look like? All right? And find ways to be that person. You know, so for me, I'd be bad bitch Monday, right? What would she do? You know, so take a chance. What would you be? And then you start doing those things. So you're going to be her and then you can start doing the things. And these things are like the inspired action that goes along with this as well, you know, like in, and feeling that intuitive hit and, and just going for it and just, you know, a little step towards that sort of action to, to make it a reality. So, you know, so for me, you know, I obviously stop, you know, and I, I feel the way that she feels and I make the decisions that she makes. And then, you know, for example, I'll go out and watch the fucking sunset, right? Because then I'm doing the things that she would do. And then all of a sudden, along comes have. And all of a sudden, you have that life that you've always wanted. You have the dreams that you've always, like, <laughs> what your heart desires, you have. Like, how amazing is that? So, yeah, I just, I just want you to challenge the system. I want you to challenge of what it's supposed to think and I want you to know that you are enough. I want you to know that you are worthy and I want you to know that you are more than capable of having the life of your dreams. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know that we just, oh, you know, this is all from the heart and this is clearly what the universe wanted me to share with you today. So I really hope this resonates with you. If you do, if it does resonate with you, share the message share the message with someone else, get, you know, share the message with me, like, you know, screenshot it, share it on social media. Let's just, let's just share the queenhood. All right. Have an amazing day. Slay the day. Deep breath in. Inhale the good shit. Exhale the bullshit. See you next episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Queen Creations Radio. If you're interested in joining the Queenhood, make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, follow us on socials, including Instagram at queencreations underscore au. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please send a screenshot and tag us on Instagram stories. Have a great day.